Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors, presented by FMG Suite. Listen to interviews with the movers, shakers, geniuses, and innovators of the financial advisory world. Visit FMGSuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. And now, without further delay, the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Hi, everybody. Mike Woods here, one of the founding members of FMG Suite. Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors presented by FMG Suite. More than 40,000 advisors rely on FMG Suite to help them stay connected, build relationships, and grow their business. Now it's your turn. Visit us at fmgsuite.com and schedule a demo so you can see our tools in action. Today, I'm excited to be speaking with Jordan Levitt, one of the newest employees here at the FMG Suite family of companies. Jordan is the team lead for the digital marketing team, which is part of FMG's professional services division. In plain language and in simple terms, Jordan is going to tell you everything you need to know about SEO. He's also going to tell you about how Google works and how it sizes up websites. You know, the more I talk with Jordan, the more I realize I don't know as much about search engine optimization as I'd like. That's the more I appreciate people like Jordan with his experience and his skill set. At the end of the podcast, Jordan touches on some of the new services he's working on for FMG Suite subscribers. So those of you who are listening who are thinking about it, perk up your ears at the end of the podcast so you get a sneak peek on what's in FMG's workshop. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Spread the word. Jordan, it's great to have you on the podcast today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to go over this. Well, Jordan, you started with FMG, I want to say about six to eight weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. It's been getting close to, to three months. Three months now. Holy cow, time flies. Uh, well, take a, take a quick minute and give a listeners an idea about uh, your background and kind of what you were brought on to do at FMG. Yeah, it was. I, I'm so excited to be a part of FMG, and the opportunity has been um, really exciting. I was brought on to help um, roll out some uh, really cool SEO offerings, as well as bolster our current PPC offerings. Um, so it's been a lot of fun uh, digging into that with our product manager, uh, Charlie, and uh, we've been working hard at it. Um, I come from uh, some really great companies that, that prepared me for this role and, and gave me some good experience. I got my feet wet with Intrata, um, which is a uh, property management software company. Uh, so kind of a very similar platform to FMG uh, where all the clients are, you know, trying to accomplish the same thing. So I, I love that I have that experience because you get to really dive in and, and make sure that the campaigns that you're creating are a hundred percent dialed in for this market. Sure. Right. When, right. when you work with other type of agencies, you're working with all kinds of different clients. Um, and the, and the strategies are going to vary widely for if they're a, a, a dog food sell seller, right. or right. if they're, if they're a magazine or something, you know, so, so the strategies are, are quite different, but right. Right. when you get to work on a, a singular um, niche, you really get to dive into the details and, and make some winning campaigns. So I'm, I'm excited to do that again here at FMG. Awesome. Um, af- after my time at Intrata, I actually spent a year at the Neil Patel agency, which gave me so much exposure to 
some some really great strategies. Uh, Neil Patel is obviously you know one of the foremost voices in the digital marketing space, and so it was great to work under him and his agency. And uh, you know, I, I got to work with some some really large companies, really large websites that gave me exposure to um, some unique strategies that I hadn't been able to you know implement before. So anyway, really loved my time there, and um, excited to keep keep going on at uh, FMG and and building out our services. Gotcha. Yeah, I, f- I followed Neil Patel for years as uh, from a digital marketing perspective, but I imagine there you had that uh, you had that wide range of companies. You probably had the dog food company on Monday. You had the the book publisher on Tuesday, Wednesday. You were dealing with a, a still another retailer or something like that. Yep. Yep. Everyone was different. Everyone was different. Well, all right, Jordan. So that's great to get a a, a good taste of your background. Um, so today, let's uh, let's hit the ground running. Um, let's, let's really dive into this whole concept of SEO, because I think for financial advisors, it is a, um, uh, they don't, you know, they, they love the concept of SEO getting there is a bit of a challenge. They get conflicting information from different things they read there. They're constrained by compliance and some other restrictions that are placed on their business and what they can do. But let's start off, let's start off by kind of getting the concept of, let's get SEO properly positioned in everyone's mind. So Jordan, from your perspective, what is SEO? Yeah, it's a great question and and they're not alone. I mean, SEO is a, is a universal struggle that every business has to face. Um, So, so paying, paying attention to it and, and giving it the, um, resources and time that it needs is very powerful and, and can definitely have a, a positive impact on their on their sure. business overall. Um, SEO stands for search engine optimization. Um, that's that's all it is. So a search engine could be Google, it could be Bing, um, and and all you're doing is you are trying to make sure that your website is first of all set up on a on a technical basis in a way that is friendly to search engines and also um, is is very compelling for humans to interact with. Sure, right. Uh, yeah. and, and as long as you're making your website friendly for, for both of those categories, um, the search engine is going to like your website more. Um, it's going to have greater trust in your website and therefore uh, you will rank higher. And all that means ranking is just you are showing up on you know the earlier pages of a Google search result. Google brings up sure. you know billions of searches, oh, uh, yeah. but you don't want to be on page ten. You want to be on page one, uh, and so you get to page one by working on your SEO. Gotcha. And when uh, when you and I talked about it, uh, largely with with SEO, it's that drive to get that organic organic crowd coming. It's it's that ability to. Uh, have information on your site that engines pick up that that people then respond to and then people come visit your site exactly yeah and if you're doing your seo right you're improving and increasing the amount of relevant organic traffic organic traffic is defined as as traffic that comes purely from someone doing a, a Google search. They, they search for financial advisor near me or financial advisor in 
whatever city state they're in and they see the list of results and they click and they see your website and they click on that. Um, not an ad. It's not an ad. That's not the same thing. Uh, but if they see your results uh, just naturally on that page and they click on it, that was an organic click. Um, the great thing about organic traffic is it is not paid. You don't have to pay for every single click that occurs when it's organic traffic. Sure. Um, they, they just come in and, and it kind of builds exponentially as well as your SEO improves. Um, and so, you know, if you can make it so that your biggest traffic source for your website is your organic traffic, uh, you're in a really good place. Gotcha. Well, let's, let's do that. Uh, let's do a quick compare and contrast. Uh, pay-per-click is you're working with a, uh, either a, a, a search engine or a social media firm to, to pay to drive traffic to the site, but organic traffic is traffic that you don't pay for. Correct. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, paid traffic is a, an incredible resource as well. Uh, it, it enables you to get on the first page of Google or get in front of people's eyeballs on Facebook or sure. you know, whatever other platform immediately. You know, as soon as you press that, that play button, um, you have the ability to, to show up in some of those um, high value placements on, on those platforms. Uh, but with each, with each click, there is a cost associated and, and that cost isn't um, the same across the board. It's going to vary depending sure. on where you're located at and, and how many people were competing for that term at that time. Um, but yeah, there, there's definitely a cost associated with each click. And then as soon as you decide to turn off that campaign, that traffic source runs dry. Whereas with SEO, as you've improved your SEO and your traffic is improving, um, that's generally going to stay pretty consistent. I mean, you, you need to, you need to stay on top of your SEO and give it attention, you know, sure. as, as you go. But for the most part, once you get it working for you, uh, it keeps working for you. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Good to know. Good to kind of have those perfectly positioned in people's mind. Now, one of the things that, um, uh, as, as, as you and I talked about this, there, there are certain pages that are very interesting to search engines. There's other pages that are not interesting to search engines. As you look at FMG's platform with its, uh, with its website, what are the pages that are going to draw the most interest from the from the search engines? Yeah, so so just to to clarify, Google these the, the search engines they look at your website on a page by page basis. Um, true, your your website should be cohesive and functioning on a on a broad level, but really when it comes down to ranking, uh, you're looking at your website on a page by page basis. And every single page um, can can be indexed. All that means is that it you're essentially allowing the search engine to look at the page. And you're going to have those pages be able to show up on Google for various terms. Now, when we talk about increasing organic traffic, we're mostly talking about pages that would make sense to show up for more generic terms. Mm -hmm. For example, a uh, financial advisor in city state um, or, or wealth management or, or retirement plan or, you know, th those type of sure. keywords are a little bit more generic and they present the, the, the business with 
an opportunity to get their website to show up for those terms on, on the first page of Google. Um, so those types of pages tend to be, you know, more along the lines of uh, your service pages, your, mm. your homepage, certainly, um, maybe even the about page. And there's some, there's some cool things you can do with location pages as well. Um, but let me kind of walk through the service pages in a little bit more detail. Yeah, I think that's good because, um, you know, FMG, when, when, a, when an individual sets up a website with FMG, FMG will help them by providing them content for their services page, their about page, mm -hmm. their mission statement. But what I'm hearing you say is those are some of the most important pages. So uh, from a SEO perspective, you want to spend time on those pages. Yeah. And, and when we say spend time, we mean, you know, writing really good content for, mm -hmm. for those pages. I guess I should have alluded to that a little bit earlier with what is SEO, but one of the best ways you increase your SEO is through fantastic content. Um, not only does that signal to Google as it's crawling through your page and, and trying to figure out what, what is this page about, um, if, if it sees keywords in that page that match or are related to the query that the person just searched, um, then it'll say, oh, well, this page is relevant and, and it'll present that as an option. If it's not seeing any of that verbiage that, that makes it feel like it, <laughs> it should answer this question, then you know, you're obviously not gonna show up. Now where people get themselves into trouble is they try to just stuff a bunch of keywords into one page and that's not effective. Google will become confused. It'll look at all of these different queries and, and say, wow, this, this page is about <laughs> a lot of things. What is it really about? Sure. Um, and so one thing that you can really do to set yourself apart and to make yourself uh, really search engine friendly is by deciding, you know, what services do you want to focus on online? Uh, you know, for, for your digital campaign, what services do you want to be uh, found on with Google mm -hmm. uh, and, and building out some specific service pages uh, for those, those services that you've identified. For example, if you do a lot of 401k rollovers and, and that has a good ROI for you and you want to focus on it more, you should create a 401k rollover page that is specifically all about just that one service. You go through what you do with the 401k rollover. Why, why choose you over someone else? Um, just go through all of the, the value uh, propositions uh, in, in regards to that one service. And then if someone searches for 401k rollover in your area, you'll be that much more likely to show up for that term. Gotcha. So it's not, it's not, um, it's not it's not really a mystery it's more just boy just uh, spending the time and investing the time in your website to create that copy that is going to be if you're going to go through the process of wanting to have search engines notice the copy you've got to put, you've got to put the time into the copy there's no shortcut sounds like exactly yeah you the last thing you want to do is spend time making these these new pages thinking okay i i'm gonna create a 401k rollover page and it's it's gonna capture all, all the attention and then just have a few sentences about it you know uh right. you you want to put in some good time on that content i'm, I'm talking about anywhere from 500 to to 1500 words you know gotcha uh, and, and not just fluff either <laughs> you know sure, right. you, you want yeah. great content that's actually compelling because the other side of seo is 
you know how the user interacts with your with your page and if if the user is bouncing meaning they get on your page and they just kind of leave immediately because it didn't capture their attention that's not a good user experience and google will actually um hurt, hurt your rankings for that because they uh, don't want their users to have bad experiences sure yeah and the uh uh you know we 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 talked about that a bit i, I wanted to before we get to that one i wanted to talk to you about the the blog feature that fmg has um how how best to use that blog feature when you're thinking about SEO? The, so blogging has some really great capabilities. As I mentioned before, you don't want to keyword stuff your pages. You want your pages to have a very, very solid focus. And so blogging allows you to go after some terms that maybe wouldn't make sense to have on a services page um, or, or on one of your main pages. Um, that, that process, you know, would require some keyword research and, and trying to identify what, what are some outlying terms uh, that people search for that I want to show up um, in the search result for. But one great way that financial advisors could utilize their blog would be to answer questions. What type of questions do they get asked commonly? What mm -hmm. type of questions are um, you know, frequently asked in the industry? And take time to beautifully answer those questions. You know, sure. once again, we don't want just a paragraph of, okay, well, here's here's what it is. You know, right. <laughs> break it down into you know, ways that someone with a basic understanding could under could understand what you're talking about. Um, create infographics, create visually comp compelling, um, uh, you know, pictures or, or whatever to, to keep their interest. Uh, create a video and attach it to your blog. Just make the page um, a resource that someone would look at and, and really appreciate and walk away from knowing, you know, the, the, the topic a lot better and Google's going to going to eat that up you know if 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 they're asking a specific question and this blog answers that question well um it's going to rank well gotcha gotcha so uh listeners take note um it's it's not the brevity of the answer it's more of the thoroughness of the answer and multimedia jordan what i'm hearing you say is multimedia works too answer the question and put a video together with it yeah, and caveat on that. So if you have a video, that's great for user experience. You do need the text on the page for Google to crawl. Gotcha. Um, so one way I'd, I've worked with financial advisors in the past is, um, you know, they've they've done a video and then they've pasted the transcript of the video onto Ooh. the, the blog. Um, and so that that's worked really well. Yeah, that's a that's a I was just saying, oh, that's an inside tip. That's because videos typically. Uh, uh, every two, three sec, every two, three words is a second. So if you've got a 300 word video, uh, that's, uh, that's a, that's a good amount of copy. Um, Jordan, I wanted to touch on one thing before we left this section, you, you know, FMG has this library of content and the library of content is shared across different sites. Um, now we've had critics in the past point out to that and say, well, that, that hurts your SEO. But uh, when you and I were talking the other day, you said it really, it really doesn't aid your SEO. But actually, from the user experience, it might there there may be some benefit. Can you can you dip into that for a bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as far as it not necessarily aiding you, um, the resource center 
is is content that is shared across the board for all FMG clients, right? Um, and so the chances of you ranking for that article, a, a particular article on the resource center are not high because it's all across the web. You know, why sure. Google wouldn't really know why, why you should rank for this article as opposed to the thousand other <laughs> people that have the article on, on their site as well. Um, so it, it doesn't necessarily aid your SEO in that way. Uh, where, where it does help is the user experience. And, and we talked about that you know, shortly before, but essentially one aspect of SEO is user experience. The person, you, you, let's, let's say you finally, you, you've written good content. You finally got them to the, to the site, right? Um, you want that person to have a fantastic experience on your website and that's going to further your, your SEO cause. Um, if the person has a bad experience, meaning they get to your site, they leave immediately, or they get to their, to your site, they only look at the one page. Um, that doesn't indicate to Google that you are very compelling and, and you're not really engaging the audience. Mm, Google's main focus is on customer experience. And so the resource center offers an outlet for that, right? It, it can, if you can bring someone to your website for some initial search, but then they see, you know, the retirement calculators or, or maybe one of the videos or, or any of the articles. And sure. if that kind of leads them to go to other pages of your site and spend longer um, amounts of time on your site, that actually could be a, a positive benefit to your overall SEO. Right, right. And then our, uh, once you would get people in and they would uh, pop around to our resource section has a, a, a section that is called other topics you may be interested in. Much like how when you go into Amazon, uh, you look for a certain device and they'll say, well, you people who looked at it for this looked at these things too. And it kind of leads you along and uh, pretty soon you're on the site for 10, 15 minutes and uh, uh, to Google, that's a big win. Yep, absolutely. Awesome. Good to hear. You know, I wanted to dwell on one thing that you mentioned. I want to make sure that um, uh, the listeners really hear it loud and clear is that when, when Google looks at a site, each page stands on its own. Uh, it doesn't, Jordan, maybe you could go into that for a bit. It, so does it, does Google look at the aggregate of the website or does it really just rank the individual pages on the site? Give people a perspective on that. So it, it is definitely a mixture of both. Um, mm -hmm. We can go a little bit technical here. Uh, Google looks at something called domain authority, which is going to be the authority of your of your domain broadly, right? Um, it's a number between one and and one hundred, and uh, you know the higher your authority, the the more trust essentially Google has in your website, and, and generally your your rankings can improve because of that trust level. Um, that authority is built largely by um, links where where people have found, you know, your your site and they they found it sure. to be helpful and they've linked it to their website or to their blog or or whatever and and that that authority kind of builds out. Um, but it's also you know comes down to traffic and and some of those user metrics that we talked about before um, and engagement metrics. So yeah, that that would be the domain authority. But the good news is, is even if your domain authority is is kind of low, you do have the ability to 
make a really great page that does well. You know, maybe the rest of your website doesn't really get <laughs> much traffic. It, it doesn't get a lot of uh, ranking. It, it's not showing up, but maybe you have one really good page that, that can stand out. That can definitely happen. Um, and so you want to you know, spread the love and, and make yeah, multiple right. pages uh, stand out. But yeah, you, you can, you can focus on, on your website on a page level, make them really good and, uh, and then move on to the next page to, to work on. Gotcha. You know, one of the things that, um, that uh, I think uh, many of our listeners have seen, I've seen over the years in great detail is um, Google or sites uh, that, that track Google or even really within some of the Google engines, when you, when you start to dig into them, they will tell you that um, uh, for this industry, these are the top keywords that are searched. So if you're looking at financial services, they will say that financial advisor, financial representative, retirement, investment, in this section, in, in this sector, the people that were looking for, these are the keywords they used when they went to their browser. Uh, but you kind of have, have a different take on that. You think that that's, those are kind of a little bit of a blessing and a curse when you get that, uh, that type of information. Yeah, it, it can be easy to be distracted by the flashing lights, right? Yeah, I got you, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't necessarily want to to throw um, all of your focus and attention on those hot button keywords. Um, and that that's probably surprising to a lot of our listeners. Yeah. But um, the, the fact is, is that the reason... Uh, uh, or I should say with the popularity of a keyword comes tremendous uh, competition. And this market is already very competitive. Right. Um, it, it is, I, I've, like I said, I've worked in a lot of different industries. I've worked with a lot of different businesses. And I got to tell you, the, the financial advisor world um, has got to be one of the more competitive ones that I've, <laughs> that I've worked in uh, so far. Um, and so you you are likely not going to have a lot of success you know throwing the financial advisor keyword on your homepage and calling it good right uh, because there's a million other financial advisors who have done that as well um, so what you can do is focus on longer tail keywords and all that means is um, they're they're longer there's more words in the keyword itself uh, that generally will, have less traffic, um, but less competition as well. And, and it's a, it's a balancing act, right? You, you don't want to go after keywords that have no traffic. <laughs> you want them to have, you know, some traffic to them, but the, the beauty of the page by page strategy that I'm talking about is you're not limited in the pages that you can create, right? Especially sure. in a blogging sense, right? If you were to use some some tools that are out there to do keyword research, um, you could identify some of these long tail keywords. Maybe they're question based, uh, maybe they're not, uh, but you could identify some of these keywords that you think are relevant and write an article all about that one keyword. And then as you continue to do that and as those pages begin to rank independently of each other, the aggregate of all of the traffic will be, you know, very helpful. Uh, right. you can you can get a good amount of traffic that way instead of hoping that one keyword is going to contribute to all of your increase in organic traffic 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, not going to happen. Jordan, I got to tell you, I love chatting with you about this stuff because every time we talk, you know, the, the other day I learned conversion rate optimization. Today I'm learning about longer tail keywords and domain dominance. It's like every time we talk, I learn just that little bit more that and, and I really feel like, boy, uh, this is this this for a uh, for someone who is not into this or understands it this is really a challenging business um yeah. i wanted you know you told me uh, a, a great story the other day about how you worked with um a financial advisor some time ago uh who had the phrase can i retire yet which is a an interesting concept i think most people um, who are probably uh, who are more over fifty? That's a concept that they would be considering. Can I retire yet? Uh, give listeners an idea about how you worked with that that phrase to move that up the Google ranking for the advisor you worked with. Yeah, I mean, and so this is a really good a really good case study of of identifying those keywords and, and moving back to when I said getting relevant. Mm -hmm. organic traffic right um we we strategize and thought a lot about how do we attract the right traffic because you know unlike a paid campaign there's no filters you can't say i only want people who are over 50 to come to my website right. exactly. uh, there, there's no limitations and so you know what would what would a 50 plus year old be searching for um Granted, I, I'm sure there's many millennials that are asking, can I retire yet? But, <laughs> but uh, you know, we thought that that keyword had a good chance of, of bringing in uh, the type of traffic that, that he was looking for. Um, and so you, you identify the keywords you want, and then you got to go to work and, and make that fantastic content that I was talking about. And he, he did just a fantastic job. Um, he, uh, he, I can't take any credit for the content that he wrote because because he did it himself. I, I just kind of you know gave him some suggestions and he ran with it, and he made um, a really compelling video. He had uh, some great infographics on the page that that helped you know people understand things better and, and keep their attention. Uh, and then, like I said, he had that transcript there, um, and that that made for a really compelling piece of of content. And then that content or that page was linked to, uh, it started to increase in the over amount of times people were linking to it. And so the, the page authority increased and, and the overall ranking increased. And uh, yeah, he's, he's still on the first page of Google for that term. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Jordan, as you're talking about that, that sounds like any good coach I've ever had that uh, kind of well, points me in the right direction and then, you know, uh, tells me, you know, you, you recognize your God-given talents, you work them off uh, to develop and then the skills, and then you use those skills to accomplish your goals. It sounds like you're pushing people to really work their tails off to get that, to get their goal, which is their goal is to be relevant from an SEO perspective there's no real shortcut no there's not and 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 you know in addition to that term th this particular financial advisor I was working with um, had a program that he was he was trying to sell uh, that was okay to go nationwide mm -hmm. so you know that that term 
like you know the the search result is going to be different for every location that you're in when you do a google search your neighbor does a google search you are probably not seeing the same thing right. even though you did the same search right there's a lot of stuff that has to do with you know recent browsing history and and on all of that but um this was a really good national keyword as as the financial advisors listening to this are are thinking about okay well what type of keywords should i be targeting um you certainly can be doing more of these broad-based keywords that are uh that you know could show up from someone in utah or someone in, in new york you know either um but i know a lot of financial advisors are are working in specific states or, right. or at least in a couple of states exactly. and so something you can do is try and focus on on location-based queries as well you know um uh, financial advising in uh, salt lake city utah right uh, that that automatically will um reduce a lot of the competition that uh, the financial advisor keyword has because you're limiting it to just salt lake city utah um, and then on top of that uh, you know if you have some great content that addresses that topic um, you know you'll have a good sure. chance of ranking for that term right okay we're getting close to the end here we want to wrap it up in the next two or three minutes uh Jordan, I think the uh, everybody listening probably has that same question on their mind. How do you know if you're successful with SEO and what kind of, how much time do you need to put in before you can start to measure whether or not you've been successful? Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's not, it's not a cut and dry answer. Uh -huh. um, people are going to have varying experiences. I'd say that during my time at Neil Patel, I, I worked with, with clients that we're getting over a million visitors a month to their website. And so if I made a slight tweak on their page, I could see results, you know, just within a couple of days on, on how, how that affected it. However, on the, the smaller websites that, you know, everybody listening to this has, um, you're, it's going to take longer. It, I mean, it, it could take six months or, or more sometimes before you really start to see huge uh, changes in your in your uh, overall organic traffic but that that's the metric you want to be looking at you you want to have your website integrated with google analytics and you want to be going into google analytics and doing a comparison of you know you could do a, a month over month comparison did i receive more organic traffic this month than i did last month but the greater tell on if your seo is working is as soon as you get into it for a year and you can look at year over year data um, and gotcha. see has my organic traffic increased since the same month last year and if it has uh, then you're you're moving in a really good direction you're on the right path gotcha mm -hmm. gotcha okay good so it's a sustained effort over time um all right so uh we've got everybody interested intrigued about seo um you've been brought on to help fmg put together a product i know the we, we've got a paper click paper click product out there but this is going to be new kind of give people maybe a little peek behind the curtain of what what it's going to look and feel like uh i know it's still really in the formative stages but what uh kind of give a give us as much detail as you can at this point about what this is going to be yeah absolutely so we have an existing seo product it's called seo foundations right and right. that that is a little bit more uh, technical base in a sense um, we make sure that all of the meta tags 
are optimized and, and we make sure there's no you know red flags that are appearing uh, on it on a technical basis with your pages if there's any 404 errors or, or anything like that right uh, now, so I, I, let me let me so if uh, that SEO social foundations if you're curious about where that is give our customer service team a call they can point you in that direction those are those are linked to each page that's created on the site go ahead Jordan yeah. Now, now the SEO foundations is a one-time thing. Uh, we, we go in and we make those optimizations. We will have a call to go over it with you and, and kind of give you uh, an analysis on how you're doing in the market compared to some competitors and, and whatnot. So it, it's definitely, definitely useful. The SEO product that we're working on is an ongoing um, SEO service. And so I'm really excited about that to be able to, you know, month over month, uh, strategize and, and improve uh, our clients SEO. A lot of that is going to revolve around content strategy. And so some of the things we've talked about in regards to, uh, you know, some of the pages that, that we've discussed and, and whatnot, um, it, it's going to definitely be uh, content strategy driven. And I'm very excited to <laughs> to get it launched. Awesome. It will be great. So anybody who's listening to wants to get into uh, their SEO. And I think, uh, you know, there's some reps, there's some reps that um, look at SEO and think, oh, gosh, it's really not for me. And other reps that are looking really aggressively to grow their business and want to uh, want, want to make that an integral part of their business. Uh, but uh, SEO certainly is something that um, uh, we at FMG get uh, constant questions on. And it's something that, uh, as Jordan indicated, we have products for, uh, but we're expanding our product line. And we're very excited about that. Jordan, thanks so much for uh, sharing your insights today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Hope it was helpful. Oh, it was helpful. I think, uh, you know, the more I hear you talk about this stuff, the more I realize that uh, it is, um, uh, it, it, it is, it is a much like any specialty uh, understanding how the subtleties of SEO um, are are it's it's a it's a very much a learned skill and it's an evolving skill. Uh, the way Google worked a year ago or two years ago isn't the way they work today. I think people see that uh, when they pick up the popular uh, uh, newspapers and magazines. But but what what you're here for is to help translate how Google moves into how FMG's product line will move and uh, we'll stay right on the cutting edge. Great. Well, thanks for taking the time. Jordan, thank you. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you for listening to the Market Emotion podcast for financial advisors. If you found this episode informative, please share with your peers and colleagues. Visit fmgsuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. Subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox.